Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to High Resolution. My name is Seamus Byrne. This is a show about games and the games industry and the amazing people who make it all come to life. On today's show, I talk to Ben Goldharbour. He's the co-founder and CEO of Juked.gg, a fantastic esports aggregation website that makes it easy to just see all the esports happening live online right now. When you hit the site, you just get this great dashboard of live feeds as if you're looking at a bunch of screens in a sports bar. It launched in 2019, and I've been a fan since I first spotted it. It solves the classic problem of just not knowing what's on and not being sure where to even find it. Ben has a huge background in both esports and live streaming and was even on the founding team when Twitch.tv was born. So it was great to catch up and hear his thoughts on why he's created Duked, as well as his thoughts on making esports easier to watch and where this still very new service might go from here. I started by asking Ben for his quick intro on the existential purpose of Duked.gg. Yeah, I mean, the reason why Juked exists is is pretty simple. Um, you know, esports is an industry that I've been working in for the last decade or so. And it's grown exponentially every single year for the last decade. But um, it really struck myself and my co-founder as uh, a, a problem that it was just incredibly difficult to follow what was happening across every major game. Um, even if you were like us and you're very hardcore and you're tied into the industry deeply and you follow all the right people on social media, you subscribe to all the right subreddits, you go to all the community sites, you're in the right Discord servers, you follow <laughs> the right channels on Twitch, even if you do all those things, you're still going to miss out on content. Yeah. Um, and then what about the new guy that is just getting into esports for the first time or maybe watches one game and would like to watch another game? Um, how, where do you start? Where do you go? There is no easy path. So... That was the main problem that we we set out to solve. Yeah, look, I when it uh, appeared late last year, it for me it was one of those things where I suddenly had for so long been going, man, like so often at the end of a weekend, I'll see some you know people talking on social media about some cool event that took place, and I'm like, how did I miss it? I don't know how I missed it. Um, so it was so good to finally have this thing where it's like, going, great, lock it in, flick this thing on, what's happening right now, show, show it to me. So I think it made a huge difference. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I think that's definitely one of the main use cases that we're seeing right now for the product is like, 
hey, you're just home from work. You've got some time to kill. Everyone's got plenty of time to kill right now. You just want to see what's happening. And you just you open up Juked and you will see all of the biggest events instantly. And I think there's no other really good way to do that. So, yeah. so I mean, we can still count Juked in months of age. So how's like the mm-hmm. initial development been and how's the response been, I guess, from both fans and then from you know, games and leagues? Yeah, um, I, so we launched in September of last year um, in in beta, and I think the moment that we launched, there was this kind of collective sigh of relief for especially, I would say, especially those who are in the industry who are just like, oh man, finally, finally, somebody's <laughs> actually doing this because um, it, you know this idea of like esports aggregator, TV guide of esports, you know, what one stop destination, ESPN of esports. Um, I mean. I've talked about it with dozens and dozens and dozens of my friends in the industry. Um, and everyone has had this feeling like it should exist, you know, and some have tried um, and for, you know, various reasons, which we could get into or not, you know, not, none of them have succeeded, but um, you know, I think there was this kind of sigh of relief of like, you know, cause a lot of people, everyone, everyone has felt this pain whether you're in the industry, whether you're a casual, whether you're medium, whether you're hardcore, everyone has felt this pain at some point of it's just a pain to to follow everything. Mm. So I think we saw that initial response and, you know, not going to toot my own horn, but, you know, my co-founder and I both have a following, right? You know, we've both been in this space for a long time. So the moment we launched the product, there was definitely um, a good amount of love and support um, and, uh, a lot of people reaching out, offering offering to help spread the word, which has been awesome. Um, and yeah, we're just continuing to try and build on that, supporting every new game as it comes out. You know, we're supporting Valorant tournaments, which just came out last week or two weeks ago, I should say. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a grind to just continue to support everything, but it's something we're really passionate about. Yeah. And so, look, I mean, let's talk a bit about your background because obviously, you know, I mean, people might not realize that you're involved with Twitch. I mean, since like Justin TV days, I'm pretty sure. And then, you know, how that sort of journey through that, um, I guess those early years of online live broadcasting as a thing, you know, how, what were the lessons from that that make you feel like, um, you know, well, that and the other things you've done that make you feel like you were the kind of right people to try to nail this thing? Well, I mean, this is, frankly, I'm not exaggerating when I say uh, I've been wanting to build Juked for the last decade. Yeah. Um, I'm literally not an exaggeration and I can prove it because I actually tried to build Juked um, 10 years ago. Um, so, you know, early, 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 early on in my esports life, um, 2007, 2008, 2009, I mean, the term esports basically did not exist at that point. Um, I think we were still calling it competitive gaming and there was like fractions that, uh, factions of the community that was like, I don't even like the term esports. And that's how long ago this was. Um, And live streaming was just starting to become viable at the time um, because it's actually a really important uh, history lesson to, to realize that Prior to 2008, to set up a live stream was extremely expensive, extremely difficult, and you had limited bandwidth. You could only support a certain number of people uh, unless you just paid all this money. So as soon as live streaming became viable through Livestream, Justin TV, Ustream, all these platforms, it was really eye-opening for me because I was an esports player, but only for one or two games for like a decade. I played Tribes, I played Quake. I played enemy territory. I didn't play, you know, StarCraft. I didn't play uh, League of Legends or Dota. 
Um, but as soon as live streaming became viable, it's like, oh man, there's this Street Fighter t- tournament with 20,000 viewers. This is awesome. This is crazy. I had no idea this was a thing. Um, and I became infatuated with that. Um, such to the point where actually a couple of my friends and, and myself uh, ended up building this website called Gamescast TV at the time, um, which uh, aggregated esports streams from all of the all of the streaming platforms. Now, at that time, you were lucky if there was like two events in a weekend. <laughs> yeah. um, now there's five events at any given time, 24-7, 365. Um, so this is something that not only uh, am I passionate about now, but I've actually, for whatever reason, been passionate about since I really first learned about uh, any other esport other than the ones I was playing. I was always passionate about playing my games, but it's like, holy crap, there's 15,000 people watching Heroes of New Earth. This is amazing. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I became, I just got fell in love with that. Yeah, awesome. And look, I mean, it even reminds me, I mean, streaming, even aside from that, I I remember first sort of trying to do a, a video project, uh, yeah, post video, you know, not even uh, uh, live. Yeah. And um, you know, people kind of forget that in 2009, 2010, like YouTube still had like five minute limits, you know, on videos yep. if you weren't, you know, someone super fancy that they'd done a deal with. Um, so it is kind mm-hmm. of amazing how, uh, yeah, that it is only 10 years ago that video yeah, was yeah. such a complex problem online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So look, Twitch as a thing now is, of course, so big that I think discovery of what's cool and live is actually sometimes not that easy, especially if you're trying to dig into, you know, a niche thing that you love, not just what has the most views right now. Um, you know, what do you think the whole industry can do better when it comes to discovery? Or is that kind of fun- fundamentally what, what Duke is solving? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you're right. That's right. It, it is fundamentally what we're solving right now. Um, you know, I don't want to say that Twitch or YouTube are doing anything wrong. Yeah. Um, because they're they're tech companies. You know, they are the technology that's providing this infrastructure that allows these streams to exist. And that's that's what they're that's the main thing that they're doing. But if you look at YouTube and you look at Twitch, um, there's no content discovery that happens on a per vertical basis. Um, YouTube has great algorithms. Twitch has game-based discovery, but neither of these platforms, and rightfully so, they're tech companies, um, invest in curation um, or editorial. Um, It just goes against the ethos of being a Silicon Valley Bay Area tech company. So (laughs) I think that that's the opportunity that we're seizing on. It's our, it's, it's what we what we think we can add value to for the esports community, and um, I think that's you know there's philosophical reasons why these major tech companies haven't done it and probably will never do it. Mm. I mean, do you think and this is totally sort of a random thought as you say that because it is a great point that that they are there to kind of deliver a platform more than deliver the you know that channel like experience. So, um, is there almost a path in the future where something like Duked? Uh, offers like alternate commentary options for people like you know like you know the classic thing being right if i go to the nba app i love that i can actually choose uh you know do i want the home or the away commentators because i want the a certain kind of parochial voice attached to mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. i'm hearing i mean that's kind of just a total kind of random thought that uh it's just hit me but it's like it, you know is that then part of that evolution over time when it's like okay yep there's the delivery of the, the cool thing we're watching. And then at some point, do kind of more channels get involved with saying, oh, and you want the the people who are the fans of this team commentating to you or you want like the original yeah. broadcast track. Like there's all this kind of stuff that could be out, out there in the long term. 
Oh, yeah. From a technical perspective, we actually can and already do some of that kind yeah, of thing cool. um, a little bit. Um, so one of the things that we do with Juke is um, not just fix the, help, help fix the discovery problem in esports, but also fix the watching experience. Um, so when it comes to a major event, there can be there could be several mainstreams that's fairly common, mm-hmm. um, especially for the really big like Counter-Strike majors during the group stage that you'll have several streams going at once, whatever. Yeah. Um, so we're aggregating all of those. But what we've also started to do is aggregate individual player streams. So if those are available, we'll pull those into the event. Uh, we can aggregate secondary language streams. And then, yeah, we, we have, theoretically, we could totally do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Um, so I think the other thing that it feels like looks easier than it is, is can you talk about how hard it is to make that kind of silky smooth dashboard view of all the channels at, at once? Because it does, it, you know, it just sits there, it looks nice, but I can imagine that there's a lot of work to make it look as easy as it looks. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I mean, from the front, from the product perspective, probably better to talk to my co-founder who's really leading that side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell you. Um, embedding a stream is easy, but making a really useful like content management system and a front end that is flexible and curatable and whatever, that's not easy. Yeah. Um, but what is really a huge challenge for us is simply wrangling all this information. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I guess, I guess I should have, maybe should have brought this up when you asked like what makes you uniquely suited to, to do, um, do this or build this. Um, one of the things that, I my team actually personally managed during my time at Twitch was the Twitch front page. Um, so the carousel yeah, that right. you saw on, yeah. on the front page, um, which was the only curation that we had on the site, period. So I spent about seven years um, managing that system. Um, so I think that kind of gave me all these connections and this holistic understanding of what's happening in the space. But yeah, lo- long story short, I know it's probably not the most interesting topic for, for your viewers, but we get our data in like five different ways. We work directly with publishers and developers. We work directly with tournament organizers. There's an API that we use. We also have community members, which we've brought onto our team directly, which help us with individual games. Um, and then we, the last part is we have a submission form on the website. So wrangling all that data is a big, big, big part of what we do. Yeah, it's the ultimate uh, calendar management experience. Do you manage it in a spreadsheet or an actual calendar tool? <laughs> we have a back-end tool for yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> um, so. so, you know, on the, I guess, the perspective on what's going on right now, like how do you feel like 
the I mean, well, let's start with that. You know, how are you guys managing dealing with this whole uh, you know lockdown moment? Is uh, you know, is everyone managing? Is it kind of thankfully a largely digital experience, or you know, were you already mostly a um, a remote team? Yeah, well, we are a remote team. Um, you know, uh, head of engineering and myself are here in San Francisco, but we have remote in our DNA. We have some engineers uh, out in Puerto Rico. We have designer in Southern California. Um, Chris, my co-founder, is in, in Florida. So um, we are remote. Um, about esports in general, though, mm. you know, I'd love to tell you that it's all just, you know, yeah, it's all just puppy dogs and uh, <laughs> and and cake. It's not. Um, you know, there's this perception that esports is just flourishing and just could this could this is the best possible thing that could ever happen to esports. And in some respects, that actually is true. Um, you know, there is all this brand new interest that's being driven um, into the esports ecosystem, which is awesome. Um, we've seen it on ESPN, on you know mainstream television in the U.S. More and more and more, there is this new, there's this crazy good opportunity. Um, but you also have to remember that esports ha- is usually played in a physical uh, arena. So dozens and dozens and dozens of events have been shut down. And it's really, really negatively impacting some communities. I mean, um, Riot Games and like Tencent and like Activision Blizzard, you know, they were able to move really fast to move their events online. ESL was able to do that. Um, but there's more grassroots, smaller communities like fighting game, the fighting game yeah. community, the Smash Brothers community. These communities have, don't have that infrastructure and um, haven't really been able to move online. So there's essentially nothing happening in fighting game esports right now, which like totally sucks. So this is actually something we've been looking to see if we can be a piece of helping. Um, I'm trying to get the funds together, trying to find sponsors to make this happen while, you know, still, you know, doing juke stuff also, but um, it's something that we're trying to see if we can be part of helping fix, but um, it's kind of, it kind of sucks right now for a lot of communities out there. Yeah, it's kind of funny the way, you know, I mean, so much of esports, particularly at that highest level, because uh, I've had a sort of a few conversations um, about sort of these these issues when it comes to some of the mainstream reporting on like, oh, esports is flourishing, that you're like, well, yeah, the, everything, the big events have moved into stadiums and it's not that easy to kind of go back to playing online when LAN has become the norm for sort of some of these tournaments. Um, but at least, yeah, as you say, the well-resourced companies can manage it. But actually, yeah, there's that mid-tier and lower tier that is really quite a struggle to to make this stuff work very well. So um, it definitely does seem like it's been kind of a rough run at the moment. Um, but look, you've got a really nice dashboard. You've got a great browser experience. I'm going to help you sell those points right there. Um, you know, what do you feel like are the big problems that you're aiming to solve from here forward for, uh, with Duked? Um, Yeah, I mean, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, so I think the initial uh, uh, hypothesis was that um, just discovery in esports was so broken that that was the primary um, product that we were going to build. Uh, and that's that was our original idea, like March of last year, like over a year ago. Um, it's evolved over time, for sure. Um, I think what we've realized is that there's opportunities elsewhere now that we've created this platform as well. So one of the things that we found is that since we launched the product in September, a lot of tournament organizers have been reaching out. And 
both asking several things. First of all, just how do I get my event on Jute, which is great. Yeah. Happy to do that. Um, but as we've gone deeper in these conversations, we're hearing some common themes. First of all, esports tournament organizers, especially tier two grassroots, um, a lot of them are struggling to monetize. That's one thing we're hearing. Another thing we're hearing from all kinds of esports tournament organizers and teams as well is like, we don't have any good way of communicating to our audience. You know, Twitter, you're, you're at the mercy of the algorithms. Even email, you're at the mercy of the algorithms, whether you <laughs> yeah. show up in the promotions filter. So it's like, okay, maybe we can create some interesting ways for tournament organizers to interact and uh, message and notify their audience. And then we're even going deeper down that rabbit hole of like, okay, what else can we build that actually makes not just it easier to discover and watch the best content on Juked, but also it makes it more engaging to watch on Juked and, and give tools for tournament organizers to do that. Um, so that's actually right now what we're sort of shifting our focus to from a product perspective. Uh, we really want to uh, innovate on both esports discovery and also dis- the the watching experience. Mm. So are there any sort of examples at the moment of some of the engagement stuff you've been toying with? I think I've seen some sort of polling type stink- things, but um, you know, what, what sort of things are you playing with at the moment? Yeah, that's where we started. So we have Pick'ems on the site right now where you can essentially predict who you think is going to win a match that's coming up in the future. Um, we're working hard to expand that to encompass fantasy brackets. So yeah, cool. uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar. In the US, we do March Madness every year. And I don't watch college basketball. I don't even watch much of March Madness, but I will fill out a fantasy bracket because everyone is doing it. Um, and it just creates this fun <laughs> yeah. environment. I think League of Legends World Finals for, for Worlds last year, they had a fantasy bracket bracketology. And w- out of 4.8 million people that played, one single person guessed the entire bracket right. And yeah, like, wow. <laughs> it's like, can we do that for every esport is kind of what we're thinking now. Um, so these are some of the things that we're working on. Yeah, awesome. Um, so look, any other kind of final thoughts, you know, other perspectives, whether it's kind of nitty gritty or big picture on the state of esports or the Duke mission going forward? Um, no, I mean, I appreciate uh, the chat. Uh, it was it was great to talk. And uh, I think, you know, we're, we're incredibly excited about the future of esports. I think the one thing that we're trying to do as a company is be part of accelerating that growth. Um, so if there's anything that we exist to do, it's that. Um, and I think if you're listening to this and maybe you are not super familiar with esports and you want to get into it, um, try juke.gg, check it out. But I also want to say, like, even if you are into esports, one thing that we see from our users um, that we're talking to every single week um, and, and doing monthly polls as well and surveys, one thing that we're hearing is the average person on who uses Juked on a daily basis ends up watching um, esports that they wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. So we want to we want to show you content that you wouldn't have necessarily been able to find otherwise, or wouldn't have known about, or. Maybe even if you did know about it, you maybe just wouldn't have checked it out, but Juke opens that door for you. So that's something that we really hope we can enable with the platform. Yeah, look, that's a great point. That sort of serendipity side of things, I'm always a big fan of when it's one thing when you sort of think you already know what you want, but it's great when you stumble across something that you you didn't even realize you were going to enjoy. And I think that has absolutely stood out for me with Juked as well. Um, the awesome. one kind of last thing would be, um, you know, any kind of good reason for people to, I guess, not just kind of go to the website, but actually to create an account? What are kind of some of those extra bits that somebody, you know, helps them to to use the site better if they actually create an account on there? 
Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> We're definitely looking to drive people to do that. Yeah, cool. Um, so when you sign up, you get to curate your profile based on what games you like. And that does a couple things. First of all, it curates all of the content on the site by those games. So on the front page, we'll weight the, the streams from games that you like um, heavily uh, over every other content. It'll sort everything you see on the top bar. It will also, you'll also have the option to filter our, our calendar just by the games that you've set. Mm-hmm. And we also just uh, about three weeks ago launched a new feature, which we call Daily Digests, which is an email that shows up in your inbox every morning at 9 a.m. your local time and tells you what the, what's happening over the next 24 hours. Um, again, in the games that you favorited. Um, we're just at the beginning of these interactivity features that I was just talking about, some of the gamification pickums. But you will obviously need an account to do that as well. Um, you can you can set reminders for when upcoming events are happening, and that those are those are pretty much the things that you can do today. Hmm. Um, I think social features and gamification will be a really great reason to register. But um, all we, we're just helping you stay on top of all of the esports that you care about, and registering helps us do that yeah. better. Awesome, um, Ben. Thank you so much for your time. Awesome, I really really appreciate it. It was great. Thanks again to Ben Goldharbour, who's the co-founder and CEO of Jute.gg. This has been High Resolution. I have been Seamus Byrne. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Seamus. You can find Byteside, the podcast network, over at at Byteside, or find this and all the other shows at Byteside.com. We'll catch you again real soon. 